Welcome to the Mesa Chamber of Commerce Inside Business Podcast. My name is Sally Harrison, and I'm the CEO of the Mesa Chamber of Commerce. Today, we're in the University of Phoenix podcast studio, and joining me as today's guest is Larry Young, author of Walk the Sales Plank and owner of Boiling Frog Development, a B2B sales strategy firm. And uh, today, we're going to continue our talk and focus on building connections. Welcome, Larry. Yeah, thanks for having me again. We're excited to have you back. Yeah. It was fun the first time. It was we fun. even more fun today. <laughs> more insights, right? Yeah. Well, so we, we hit on a lot of things last week, and um, we wanted to finish up, uh, well, not finish, but continue our discussion. Um, as the president of the chamber, building connections obviously is very important to us. It's kind of what we do more than anything. Um, I wanted to focus on some great information I found in the authentic connection part of your book. You use the term authentic connection isn't that the same as networking? No, not at all. So the so the old style of networking is kind of that picture that some people have, where you go into a networking event and and you're passing out cards <laughs> like a Got like, your stack of like cards a, yeah like of. a dealer in Vegas. You know, right. you're just you're just throwing them right. out, and really uh, it kind of becomes somewhat salesy. That was kind mm-hmm. of the old idea. How many people can I meet and can I right. make this efficient? Right. And it really it became all about them. What authentic connections is about is about developing relationships with people. And as a collective group, you're kind of moving mountains together in order to accomplish things. Mm-hmm. So I use the analogy sometimes with groups where I'll talk about, you've seen a video of like soldiers trying to climb a wall. Yeah. And so you've got five, six, seven of them. But the first person goes up to the wall and they stand there and they kind of form the bridge of the step. Right. And then the next one goes, puts their foot on the back, jumps up and sits on top of the wall mm-hmm. while the rest of them continue to kind of jump on and right. go over. And then when the last person needs to leave, which was the guy or gal that was the was the step, they go back, run, hit the hit the wall, mm-hmm. the person pulls them up. Yep. And it gives a really good analogy for what connections and authentic connections and networking really is today because sometimes you're the person that that is the bridge. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're the person that has to support the group and maybe open a door for someone. Sometimes you're the person that pulls, you know, to try to give support, and sometimes you get a free pass. Mm -hmm. The thing about authentic connections, Sally, is when you form a group like that around you, it's a zero-sum game, right? Nobody keeps score. You're all working together to try to form and, and, and make your connections wide so you can all be successful, and that's how it works. It really is about building relationships. It is. And, and, and supporting each other, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I've talked to a lot of our members. Like, please don't just try and, you know, hand out that box of business cards that you just got at your first couple of meetings. That's because right. people really don't seem to care about that business card as much as they care about getting to know who you are, right. what's important to you, what makes you tick. And they want to share that information about themselves, too. That's right. And, uh, you know, I, I do think it's... It's pretty simple when you look at it from that side of things and not that you've, you know, you're, you're relying on your business card and your little, you know, bag of tricks. That's right. Right. That's right. Very good. What's the biggest mistake that sales professionals make in networking? Well, I think you started to hit on it there. And um, really the biggest mistake is one that building a network is inconsistent. So mm-hmm. there's really no process in place for a sales professional each week to, to, to develop those, mm-hmm. those relationships and, and to try to foster that. Mm-hmm. And then the second part, which is what you were kind of touching on, is that the old networking was all about me. Yeah. Right? I'm going to hand out my cards. I'm going to give you my spiel. It's mm-hmm. my elevator pitch. Right. And I'm going to do everything to see if I can throw enough against the wall to see if something will stick. Mm-hmm. And you nailed it. Most people forget the part about developing relationships, and that takes time. Mm-hmm. 
I, I remember talking to somebody who literally the first time I ever met him, uh, he was talking about he loved jazz and he loved smoking cigars. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the name of his business, but I remembered his name was Dave and those two key things. And really, if you can get that much across to somebody, yeah, I think you've gone a long ways down that road in building that relationship. And it gives you something to follow up with yeah. them, something to connect with them to further yeah. that relationship. Exactly. Absolutely. Learning about people in their kids' schools and, That's you right. know, what ma- what makes them tick, right? That's right. You talk about how people do not use networking or chamber events as well as they should. Tell us why and how to effectively use them. Yeah, so you, <clears throat> so you have organizations, especially like the chamber, that sets up wonderful events. And mm-hmm. and let's say that the event, you know, the registration and the networking piece is from 5 to 6. Mm-hmm. And then at 6, you have the ability, you usually have a lunch or a meal or something like that, mm-hmm. and then a speaker. It's the problems with those events is it starts with the leader of the sales professionals. Mm-hmm. They buy a table at the chamber and then all of a sudden they realize at the last minute, oh no, I gotta I gotta have ten people here. I gotta fill this. Right. And they're scrambling around trying to trying right. to get people. And so the people that are invited in the organizations, I see it all the time, they just show up at five forty five. They register, get their name tag go to the desk or the, mm-hmm. the table, you know, which is their coworkers mm-hmm. and talk for a few minutes. Seat filler. That's right. They're yeah. seat fillers. And so no value is really created with those. Mm-hmm. And so what I always say, Sally, is, is as, a, as a leader, don't plan the event. Plan the people you're going to meet at the event. Mm-hmm. Take the time to know who's going to be there mm-hmm. and then make a very intentional effort at doing it. You'll notice that that when we talked last time about the sales industry expertise, with the authentic connections, it's the same thing. It's really about being deliberate, intentional, and using the events that like a chamber will put on for you Mm -hmm. for networking. Right. That's why they do it. Well, that is why we do it. I mean, we know every member that comes in is looking for different value. That's right. And so we have to be strategic and, and offer lots of different opportunities. But people need to understand like and know what they're looking for when they're going to those events. That's right. So they can be strategic. That's right. It sounds like there is a lot of pre-planning that goes into making the event effective. Well, that's right. So when you're when you're planning the people you meet, you know, the first step is really, Sally, to make sure you know who is it that I want to meet. So mm-hmm. you're whether you're talking to the chamber president or the event planner or whatnot, you're knowing who you meet. One of the best strategies that I that I implemented early on, I took over my first market, and the and the team at that time was fairly disengaged. So I was like that. I was scrambling around mm-hmm. trying to fill it, and right. there was even a time when I almost felt like I had to invite my wife or my two little kids <laughs> just to fill right, so just to fill Gotta a table. Fill that table. So one of the things I implemented, and I share it in the book, that is a great strategy, is I would start every year off with the team all the stakeholders, and I'd say, here's our five or six core mm-hmm. networking events that we're going to go to. Right. And then I would ask them for their feedback. Are there any that we're missing? But the next step that I took was one of the most powerful is I'd say, okay, now who are we planning on going? We actually planned the team members that we're going to go to them. And it didn't matter if it was January and the event was in October. Mm-hmm. We really focused on you're going to go, and unless there was a life change, sure. you're going. Mm-hmm. The third step, and eventually it developed into what really became powerful, is that I would sit at our table with maybe my assistant, and then we would invite customers and prospects. Mm-hmm. And what my assistant and I did is we created an environment for them, for mm-hmm. the people that, that we wanted at the table and experience that augmented what the chamber wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Everybody else on my team had to find their own seat. Nice. So they spent the year 
basically trying to work <laughs> with prospects and customers sure. to get invited to that event because the reality is I don't want to set an event like that and talk to my team members. Right. I can do, do that in the office <laughs> tomorrow and say, what happened? Right. But what it ended up doing is then we were able to Sally start sharing, like, how do we network? How do we connect? What, what, what really changed? And it's one of the powerful strategies for yeah. organizations to really utilize great events that, like, your team puts on. And it on. happens all the time. That's right. Yeah. Very nice. In your book, you talk about the your uh, rule of three. Yeah. Tell me why that works. It works really well because not everybody is an extrovert. And so, again, in the <laughs> old days, yep. you know, salespeople were taught to just run out and let's go talk to a lot of people at an event like that. But you have people, and I have people on my team that were somewhat shy, so I created this rule of three. And really the idea is that you want to, you don't put a lot of pressure on yourself. I only want to meet three people at the event and then I'm satisfied. Mm -hmm. The first person is usually somebody that's cold. I've never met you before. I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to go up and introduce myself and engage, like you said, find out what's their interest, whether yeah. it's coffee, jazz, whatever the case right. is. But I'm trying to foster a connection and figure out where you're trying to go in your professional career. Mm -hmm. The second person you meet is somebody that's warm, which is usually somebody you met that was cold the last time. Uh -huh. So I'm following up, oh, Sally, I know that you like coffee. I mean, I, I yeah. saw this place. And so now you're yep. fostering that connection. And the third person is somebody that's what I would call a hot connection or somebody mm -hmm. you're well connected. Now, in those particular individuals, Sally, I don't spend a ton of time with. Because usually like someone like you would be like more of a hot connection for me. <laughs> Well, flattering, right? <laughs> Gee, thanks, Larry. <laughs> I, had to, I had to put that plug in. So, uh, but but those are ones where like you and I uh, would go to lunch, or mm -hmm. we might we might catch coffee. But so it might be just a wave for you. Mm -hmm. But what it does is it takes the pressure off the if the people that are introverted to feel like, look, I just have to conquer one or two mountains, mm -hmm. and then foster that relationship. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Well, when you are at an event and you spot that cold contact that you want to meet. How do you how do you approach? How do you get started? You know, approaching that that person for the first time. Yeah. <clears throat> so one of the that's one of the most common questions that I get asked, Sally. And so when you think about the cold person and mm -hmm. you want to establish those. So the old style was that uh, I would rush in and I'd have my elevator speech ready yep. and I'd see a group of the influencers that I want to connect to. And you kind of jumped in the middle like bull in the metal or you right. know you're just kind of and you're spouting off your your pitch and your elevator and i'm larry young i'm fast <laughs> i'm bullying product development and you know how it is you have yep. to have you got to turn 16 words into nine and you got to be yeah. they, we get taught all this yeah wrong approach mm -hmm. really what you want to do is again be intentional and really think about the people that you want to meet mm -hmm. and that you've done your research and your homework on them so you have something of value uh -huh. so i'll give you an example we both know mayor giles right yep so let's say that that's somebody i want to meet at a chamber event, which right. would not be uncommon for him to be yep. there. If I walked over and said, Mayor Giles, I'm Larry Young, Boiling Frog Development. We're a leadership coaching, and I'd like to talk to you about doing some leadership coaching or sales training or whatever it happens right. to be. He's going to say not interested because everybody does that. Yeah, he'd right? probably do it in a very nice way. But he'd be cordial, he, right? Yeah. Right, And he'd say, oh, thank you, and he'd yeah. take my card, and you know where my card right. would eventually go. So the strategy that I, I talk to sales professionals out is to be able to deliver value to them mm -hmm. and be able to do something that's all about them. So mm -hmm. it might sound a little bit more like Mayor Giles. My name is Larry Young. I'm the owner of Boiling Frog Development. I know one of the initiatives that is important to you right. is early childhood development and mm -hmm. reading. And there's some statistics out there that show that if you augment some minor leadership training with that reading, mm -hmm. they not only do better in school, but graduation rates go up by 30% and college placement rates go up by 40. 
Mayor Giles, I'd like to work with you on something or talk to you about an opportunity where I can help to make your program better. I think what you're saying is do your homework. Do your homework. Yeah. Have a plan before you go out. Yeah. 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 And so but really if smart. you think about it, Sally, the difference between the two is one is all about me. One is all about him. Right. And right. I've also showed him that I've committed to the relationship and I'm committed about yep. building something Very that's able to do. And it's a great way to enter that. Yeah. That person that you want. That's really You'll stand smart. out. Yep. Okay. So we're going to wrap up with one more question um, because... We're going to have another podcast following in a few days. But I, I love the chapter in your book about entering the gated community. You talk about how to effectively upgrade your connections. Tell us how that works. Yeah. So one of the, you know, when you talk to a group of sales professionals about building your network, you mm -hmm. know, and, and being able to kind of give to your network, you know, so that give so that you can receive, if you will. Right. One of the most common things that I get from professionals, well, I don't have a big uh, network or I don't really have a resource, or mm -hmm. I'm not connected to the mayor. You know, right. I don't have something. I, I'm not, a, you know, in my example, I'm not a leadership coach. Mm -hmm. you know. And what I tell them is, first of all, you have to make it all about them. Mm -hmm. But when you enter the gated community, which I talk about in the book, in the chapter, it's really about making sure that you show them you're willing to work for it. Mm -hmm. So the study that I reference in there is kind of fascinating. It was a nonprofit study that was done a number of years ago in which they, on the, on the website, they would measure demographics and they would measure income levels so they could start to get a feel for their wealth, power, mm -hmm. things of that nature. And what they would do is they would, Sally, they would change the message inside on the website. And it was fascinating because one would be something like you're giving to a cause. You're just trying to right. help a group of people. The other was you were giving to somebody to help them become an individual achiever. And what they found is people of wealth would give to somebody or a cause that was more about individual achievement. Uh -huh. And the question is why? Uh -huh. Well, the answer is because they probably bootstrapped it and were individual achievers themselves. So when they see a young professional that's willing to put in the work and willing to help, mm -hmm. like in my example with Mayor Giles, right. you know, where you're willing to do something and show yourself, that's when you can start to enter that gated community. And that's also where the authentic piece and the connection comes. Right. Because when you start doing something for someone else and you start oh, giving yeah. for somebody, especially in a position of power, and you show that authenticity, mm -hmm. in time, they'll move mountains for you. Sure. It's fascinating. No, that's great information. And you know it always comes back, right? It does. Yeah. Put a little out, a lot comes back. Yeah. Might not be overnight, but yeah. it does come back. Yeah, the piece I would leave uh, the listeners with is it really has to be about intentionality, mm -hmm. but it also has to be about giving and learning to be able to think about the person on the other side right. of the conversation. Just like in the sales industry expertise, we talk about giving them value. Mm -hmm. You're doing the same thing in an authentic connection. You're giving them value, yeah. and it'll eventually in time come around. Great information. Again, everybody should be reading this book, Walk the Sales Plank. Larry, thanks for joining us today on the Inside Business Podcast. You can find all of our episodes on the Inside Business Podcast at iTunes, Google Play, or your own favorite podcast website. You can also find them all listed online at mesachamber.org.